You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. It's time for the Dragon Con Report, a podcast dedicated to help newcomers and veterans prepare for the upcoming annual convention in downtown Atlanta. With interviews, advice, and news from the pros and fans alike, be careful, you never know, you might actually learn something. Howdy, everyone, and welcome to the fourth episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. Uh, despite the current condition, the countdown continues. Uh, I'm your host, Mike Gordon. I'm pleased to introduce you to the rest of our station crew, starting, of course, with Director Mike Faber. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Howdy, sir. How, how are you? I'm surviving. You know, I haven't started climbing the walls yet. You know, I would think, you know, this is five weeks for us about of doing self-isolation. And you would think that we would be having, you know, maybe like issues like going, I got to get out. I got to get out on the road. I got to be somewhere. But no, I've been doing pretty good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Lots of alcohol. Um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the key. That's the key. Uh, and speaking of lots of alcohol, I guess that's a great segue. Darren Noel, of course, is here. How <laughs> dare you? How very dare you, sir? I I don't know why I'd make that connection. <laughs> Are you saying I might have a rep? Uh, I'm just saying. Oh, dude, re- you have a, such a rep. <laughs> I'm just saying that your recipe for pie includes more alcohol than I've ever drank in my entire life. <laughs> I I did like manage to nearly get a. Like, I'm guessing. 250 pound dude <laughs> knocked out like a light last year so that was pretty that impressive was. on two cups two cups well, he had to be he so, had to be more than 250 and you still knocked him on his ass damn well you know you know uh this month we also my, my apple pie is actually going to be called you thought you were straight <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, we also have the return of mary lou who mary I'm so glad to be back. <laughs> and we are glad to have you back. How are how are things with you? Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm sort of getting used to, you know, the way things are going to be for the next little bit. Uh it's been a roller coaster of emotions, but we're we're on an upswing right now, so it's all, all good. good. <laughs> good. Uh, yeah, and, and speaking of which, yes, of course the elephant in the room uh on the station whatever you call it um is the ah. <laughs> the uh the the fact that uh yes current things being what they are um we are moving ahead uh there's no official word nothing's changed since the last time we came out with an episode so um and it probably won't be for a while so uh in this case we're going to continue on and you know we're we're just going to have a lighthearted discussion uh about uh cosplay and costumes at Dragon Con and we've got a great round table of guests joining us to do so uh they're all former uh folks from the show uh starting with Raven Raven welcome back good to be back how are things with you Oh, it's going, going well. Uh, I'm still having to go to work, so no quarantine for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, we also have with us Denchi, a.k.a. some people know him as Dragon Con Deadpool. Woo, how are you doing? How are you, sir? Um, well, working in the fa- work, I work in the food industry, so I've been currently under quarantine. It's been about four weeks. And uh, I'm surprised I haven't jumped out of my window yet. <laughs> okay. It, it's so okay. I can just regenerate afterwards. So I'll be fine. So we're, we're going to use this uh, 
gathering is a giant release for y'all. Uh, so, uh, and then we also have with us Joseph of Chameleon Cosplay. Joseph, welcome. Hey guys, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, gonna get some uh, uh, pay some bills, so to speak. Uh, do some messages real quick before we get into the discussion. Uh, we are a proud member of the ESO Network. Be sure to check out the Amazon link at the top of the ESONetwork.com site. It doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. Uh, we also have a T Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. Uh, there's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page as well. And, of course, the ESO Network now has a Patreon page. Uh, anything special going on with the Patreon page, Mike? There's always something special with the Patreon page, sir. Uh, just recently, we've added a bonus episode of the Flopcast from Kevin Eldridge and his crew. And they are doing a very special episode for it. Um, also, Mr. Mike Gordon himself has been doing a series of Western reviews of with ashley pauls and yes. so that's been pretty fun to do absolutely absolutely and that's been great fun we have about six or seven of those i think i've got to release two more um and that's been great and uh, that show in particular is available for all levels of support so even if you're just giving us a, a just a measly dollar uh, we appreciate it and there so is I'm, no such thing as a measly dollar every <laughs> we, dollar counts. we we do appreciate it so much um and uh, that's our our way of saying thank you if you would like to leave feedback or comment on the show, please feel free to email us at dragonconreport at esonetwork.com. Uh, we did get a little bit of feedback from the last episode. And uh, one thing I wanted to just clarify is that uh, if you are interested in volunteering for DragonCon, of course, you want to go to the official website, find out all the information there. Uh, there is a event page called DragonCon Volunteer Central, which is official. That is officially run by the folks at DragonCon. There's also an unofficial group called DragonCon Volunteers. So one is official, one is not. Um, and again, so if you follow those links, it should be pretty clear. But if you have any questions, just let us know. And when in doubt, just go to the official site and, and they'll help you out. So uh, I apologize for any uh, misinformation on the last one. There was a little, it was a little bit of confusion there. But uh, yes, one is official and one is definitely not. So um all right and that's about all the news that we have not really a lot of news or announcements so uh we just want to get really started and, and get into the discussion um i think the first thing i want to we're just going to talk about like cosplay stuff at uh dragon con and and one thing i want to ask you guys uh, in sort of a segue into you know the fact that we're all holed up here or most of us are anyway um has that helped you guys organize and get uh get ready for uh, making costumes Hell no Hell no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you never have enough time <laughs> i mean it's giving me plenty of time to use the tiktok app but that's about it <laughs> yeah i downloaded tiktok this week does that mean i'm a fellow kid yes <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm Mary, a youth now. Mary, you're still going to be a kid always to us. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, chums. How are you? <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm on TikTok. I'm just like... It's just our manic pixie Don't girl. understand. <laughs> uh, uh, Mary, I guess we'll start with you then. Um, as far as... Um, Fun times at uh, DragonCon, of course, cosplay is a big part of that. When when did you start 
doing that? Was that right away? Like, when did I start cosplaying? At Dragon Con, yeah. Was that At Dragon right Con. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I started cosplaying before I ever went to Dragon Con. So that was, that's sort of always been one of the main appeals of the event for me. Um, yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been cosplaying since, well, I guess my first time was like, I don't know, like 2003, but I've been cosplaying ser- like quote unquote seriously, like more than once a year since 2011. So, uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I do, you guys know, I bring like 18 costumes to Dragon Con every year and then wear most of them, not all of them usually. Uh, and a lot of costume changing most of my dragon con is spent either volunteering uh running around in a costume or changing from one costume into a different costume so (laughs) that's uh mostly the deal but um I do have to say I'm I'm less like this is gonna sound so snobbish but I'm like less impressed by other people's costumes these days like there was a time when I was like taking a photo of every costume I saw and you know I think there comes a time for a lot of people who go to cons where it's like okay yeah I've seen you know someone in a Batman costume like 80 times it was like really super cool the first 20 times and now it's like cool man you know great good for you you look awesome but I don't need to take your photo um so I feel like a little bit of a Debbie Downer in that way sometimes, but if I got a drink in my hand, I'm having a good time. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you well if you took a photo of every cosplayer you found, your phone your phone uh, memory card would be out within the like what first three hours of just Friday? it would just explode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, but I love I, one of my favorite things about Dragon Con is that you'll see so many unique costumes that you aren't going to see other places. And if you're going to wear a costume that like isn't doesn't have a widely known audience or you don't think a lot of people are going to recognize dragon con is the perfect place to wear it because somebody will recognize your costume like somebody there will know and so my favorite is when i see something i've never seen anyone do before or from something i love but like most other people don't know about or whatever those are some of my favorite times cosplay wise it's anime it's anime. Oh yeah, it's obviously it's, it's anime. Gotta be anime. Hello, fellow kids. So <laughs> 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 I feel about anime these days. <laughs> Hello, children. <laughs> Not in a derogatory way, just that I don't know anything about it anymore, no. <laughs> and most of the people I do yeah. that do are younger than me. Hey, so, hey, Mary, let me show you some Speed Racer and Battle of the Planets. Heck okay, yeah, old anime. <laughs> Excellent. Kids today are like, "What's that?" Excellent. I love that. Uh, I definitely know what you mean about the the photo thing because uh, when I first you know started going to Dragon Con and this is like you know twenty some years ago, uh, I uh, I it was the novelty of seeing all these people in costume and I was taking pictures of everybody, but within probably about five years I kind of just downplayed that because not because it, the 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 outfits were less uh, impressive just because I guess I get kind of used to it. I mean at Dragon Con every like like you know i think the more there's more people like not in cosplay right <laughs> so, so it's like yeah more- <laughs> and it's so hard too because because as a cosplayer and i'm sure this isn't true for everyone who who does costumes but so much of the thrill of it and 
um, you really feel like you get self, I get self-worth when other people are like, want to take my picture, you know, like that, not that everyone like who's cosplays wants to have their photo taken. That's certainly not true, but it does make you feel like you did a good job. Like you accomplished, you're recognizable. People know who you are. When someone asks for a photo, it's like a compliment in itself. And so not giving out those compliments quite as freely, I, I do dislike that, but I've taken more to just in passing saying, Hey, I love your costume. You look great. Instead of taking photos that way I can help build other people up and, you know, want them to have a good time at the con and think that their costume is great. Cause it is, uh, without me having to take a photo that I probably won't ever look at again, because I'm the worst at that. And I don't look again at photos of my own cats. So it's not personal. <laughs> it, it is for your cats. Yeah, they hate me. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to show you, considering a lot of times, you know, you see a lot of costumes when you're moving through the hotel, so you don't really have time to stop and actually take a photo. But, ju- but you do true. have enough time to literally just say, "Hey, your cost, your costume's awesome," and you're on your way. I mean, that means a lot. That means a lot to people it does for sure I love when people I don't like having my picture taken to be honest so I kind of rather people just be like hey I love your costume like great or ask me to do like one of my favorite things that cosplay is Ricky Bobby from Talladega Nights and like when people yell the quotes from the movie at me like that makes my whole day that's my favorite oh exactly that's like like that it's like when I dressed up as the dude it's like walking through dude dude love the carpet it completes the room you know all the quotes from Lebowski and everything that people were yelling at me and everything so you're actually confessing to that being a cosplay now (laughs) (laughs) it's an everyday cosplay Mm. uh uh, Raven, I want to ask you. I want to start with you with this question because I know okay. uh, I think a a, a, um, a a sort of a misconception that I feel like of people who don't go to conventions or just see it from the outside think just a lot of people show up in costumes and they're nuts. Um, I don't think they really appreciate or know exactly well, how, much, no. how much work goes. It's not wrong. No, it's true. It's um, how how much work goes into it? I mean, you guys are working uh a lot and you have multiple costumes it's not an easy thing and yet uh you know you guys are uh determined to do it what is the what what is the benefit um for me like anytime i finish a costume uh, i also do charity work so a lot of my costumes are made for that reason um so i can go to hospitals and cheer up the kids um but as far as for me, like the payoff is like seeing the kids smiling and like when people don't understand, they're like, oh, well, why do you dress up like this freak? And I'm like, well, see, I take my freak costume and I go to sick kids hospitals and I read to them or I bring a character to life for them to make them smile. So what are you doing? Disney magic. Exactly. <laughs> Taylor knows because he's uh, done charity work too. So. Yeah, I don't really get to do it much often because basically because of how my work schedule was. And then the charity people told me, no, we can't bring Deadpool to uh, to a hospital. So. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I don't know why you say that, you know? Yeah. Deadpool is officially not appropriate, huh? Yeah, even in our charity group, like they say no Deadpool. And it's always really funny because like a lot of the the events we do, 
with the charity groups, Taylor gets contacted personally to come in and get paid to, to come do that event. <laughs> While we're just getting, like, we're just there for volunteering and he gets paid to come do these parades and everything as Deadpool. Is uh is that true? Like, I would imagine that's true from other characters. Is that true for Harley Quinn as well? Um, yes. yes. Okay. Anything Any- like anti-hero villain, villain yeah. Right. Or any yeah, character sure. who's been associated with an R-rated film or anything above a PG rating or something. Possibly PG-13, don't quote me on that. But yeah, right. any any character that can be seen as threatening, even though I've been told numerous times kids love Deadpool. And I'm like, well, I, I got to respect the I got to respect the people in charge's wishes. There have right. been other mediums that Deadpool has been child friendly. Like he he did appear in the Ultimate Spider-Man uh, Disney cartoon. Yep. That was more of a toned down version, but that's the version that I personally love portraying. I don't I don't go in with like toy guns and everything. I rarely unsheath my swords. I'm mainly just puns, wisecracks, jokes, and all sorts of stuff. I guess there's not a big call for the Punisher then for those no. events. No. <laughs> I've yeah, actually been not. forbidden by my group of friends to cosplay as the Punisher because they know which route I'm going to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got to be another plus as far as Dragon Con goes, because I'm guessing, you know, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, making a jump here, of uh, uh, a guess here that that um, no no costumes are too outrageous for Dragon Con. Exactly. Oh God, no! <laughs> oh, we'll get it. We'll get there. I, I, think I, I think I would be scared if I saw that costume. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm trying to think in my head if there's any time I said, "Whoa, that is just too much," uh, at Dragon Con, but um, I don't think so. I think, uh, I, yeah, I don't know if that's possible, especially yeah. at night. With Dragon Con is pretty much fair game, but like if you were to go to like Momocon or like AWA or anything smaller, it would be very, it has to be family friendly type deal. Like you wouldn't be able to do like the super risque costumes. Uh, Joseph, what about you? What uh, what are some of the rewards that you feel uh, as cosplay in general or just at Dragon Con? Um, I mean, for, for me, it goes two ways. Like if, uh, we have like the full spectrum anywhere from like a couple thousand dollar costumes to stuff that costs like thirty dollars to put together and it, both sides you get different types of satisfaction from it like the the bigger costumes is just people you know appreciating the the work that went into it and and just you know wanting their you know your picture stuff like that the the funny ones is just just seeing the the people's faces and their reaction to it. Like uh, like last year, we had the bad bananas and people were freaking out. They 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 thought it was like the funniest thing. Like because it's it was funny. It was like a, a pun, and they can just like they could take their pictures like flipping off the camera like we were. So it, you know it brings out that like just just what people people are looking to do at Dragon Con and just. It's, it's something funny same thing with the aliens guy like they just freak out with it and they just like love to, to do the hand gestures and that's 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 the reward for me is just making people laugh and just forget about the craziness that's out outside of dragon con or wherever we go with it 
And and do you guys have? I think you do. I, I think you're pretty sure you do. I mean, Mary mentioned that there's a like you know a particular costume that she tries to bring. Uh, is there certain characters that you try to bring every year? Uh, the for the most part, the aliens guys since. Uh since I brought them the first time and, and everybody just loved it and everybody asked, you know, oh, are you going to bring it back? I couldn't find you last year. I mean, so it's, I just made it, and it's easy to carry too. It's just like the wig and some shorts. Like it's, it's not anything super hard to do. Um, so I always bring that one. Um, but other than that, we, we try to switch it up and, and do something new every year if we can. Uh, if not, we try to, you know, update or change something on the, the older ones that we have and, and at least have something, but, but the staple right now for, for the most part is the aliens guy and, and the bad bananas. Cause everybody else wants to see those again. And we might have more bananas. So we'll see. Ooh. <laughs> yes, we have some bananas. All right. Bananas. Um, uh, as, uh, do you kind of feel like sometimes you might be locked in and like, Oh, I don't really feel like doing that one or whatever. I, oh, I got to make sure I bring that one again, even though I kind of want to move on. Uh, yeah, and it actually happened last year. Uh, I was going to do the uh, Baltasar Brat again from uh, Despicable Me. Um, my wife, she, she found a, a big inflatable minion costume, so she wanted me to do, <laughs> she wanted to go in that. And uh, she wanted me to do Baltasar Brat again. And, and I, we took it. We took everything. But um, I wasn't really like feeling it last year to per se and and the bananas we were having so much fun with the bananas she even said like you know screw that let's just do that again and just walk around and flip people off so I was like okay um so, <laughs> so that's what we did like we just left the uh the whole despicable me thing you know in the hotel room and we just put on the banana suits again and, and went around so you know that's one of those where I took it but didn't really plan on like if I if I didn't put it on it wasn't going to be the end of the world for me. Um, the aliens guy, I would have like been a little bit depressed if I couldn't use it. Uh, and and Darren, I would imagine that uh, I mean the the Wonder Warrior is something that you're like known for, right? I, I think so. Yeah, I bring that. <laughs> so every year. so yeah. I mean, but I mean, I think <laughs> I think you've mentioned before that you try to update it, right? Uh, I'm always working on that costume, it seems. There's always, like, new accessories to put with it and try to improve it year after year after year. And I'm about to break down. Uh, this year I was going to start working on a new um, chest plate piece for it. But that's kind of gotten uh, off to the side right now because getting a hold of a, a decent leather worker and working with them is kind of not possible right now. Considering I'm not near anybody, I have to travel and then you know, can't do that right now. But if we do turn this thing around and we get there, I'm so working on a new chest plate for Wonder Warrior. Because I, I think that I want my Golden Eagle to be a little um, bigger. So, kind of to take away from the uh, the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Wonder Gut is massive right now. You mean the Corona 15? <laughs> I'm going to name it Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not so, going to name it you know. Kyle? No, I'm not going to name Chad? it Kyle, no. No. no, not Chad. God, no. I've known too many Chads. No. No. No Chads. Oh, God. 
bad flashbacks. Okay. So, but yeah, that, that would normally be, I would, I would start my planning now. I would not do anything until August 1st <laughs> because that's kind of tradition. Yeah. I need that pressure to get onto it. Plus with the way my work schedule is, I'm really busy between April and July one. So I really don't have time to work on anything hobby related. That's going to be so intensive. I need to work on it pretty much every night or every weekend because I'll be working through the weekends typically. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where it just kind of gets moved to that point in time. And it's like, okay, I've got like six to eight weeks to get everything ready for this. So let's start working on it. So, but yeah, Wonder Warrior, I bring, um, I bring a couple of, um, hungover costumes now, things that are easy to put on. You got to wear a shirt and a pair of pants or shorts to leave your room anyway. So, um, I've got McCoy that I wear when I'm hungover. <laughs> Wish. and uh because that's easy that's black pants and a starfleet shirt done <laughs> you don't even have to how long have you had that i don't think i've ever seen no, that i, haven't seen I it. never see you at the con remember <laughs> oh yeah right <laughs> i mean but i don't even think i've seen a picture yeah. it, it's my hungover costume so no one gets to see it because i rarely leave the room when i'm hungover. <laughs> but um i also that. i added riddler a few years back which that was fun to wear oh, fun. that was good i like that one <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's it's just doing what I can because I'm not the the strongest with my sewing, so I try to find things online that I try to repurpose them into what I I want them to be at a con. So I am getting better with like fabric paint and alterations and looking at things. What can I take away from this to make it look like what I need it to look like? And I think that's kind of the creative side of of cosplay beyond someone who can actually build a costume from the ground up. So. I think uh I think casual costumes uh mm-hmm. are are pretty common now. Uh, I'm pretty guys... much in favor of them. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> do you, do you, all right, do you, dude. <laughs> do you guys have all that like uh like a like a more of a casual costume that you can just like slip on and and relax in? Every day, every day. It, it's <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that um Mike because I'm actually in cosplay right now. <laughs> we we yes for those people who can't see raven she actually uh is in costume yes i am in costume that's awesome mm-hmm. yeah i was actually recording tiktoks earlier so i'm in ah, costume there you go. <sighs> i don't think i actually have anything that's more casual wear considering 90 percent of my entire uh, collection is all spandex uh I think the only thing I probably did that would be considered casual was when I uh, is when I actually found the meme of Ultra Instinct Shaggy, and I found a gray wig and a green T-shirt and wore that with a with a long pair of brown pants, and I was Ultra Instinct Shaggy. I think Shaggy qualifies as a casual costume. Oh, okay, that's yeah. that's one then. He's a he's a casual guy, so yeah. <laughs> So so now I'm making a note. Uh, apparently, wearing spandex is not casual. <laughs> See, I, I think spandex is just like, it's like a super tight onesie. <laughs> it is. Not exactly, because you have to consider, well, for a guy, you also have to consider the dance belts, which isn't very comfortable. Oh, there's that. Yeah, it's not comfy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that. <laughs> that is the one thing about being a guy that really stinks in cosplay is because you have to, if you're in a really recognizable superhero shirt or costume outfit, kids know who mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. And little kids don't have a lot of impulse control in a big overstimulating environment like a con. And so they sometimes run right at you. And their skulls are right at crotch level. Yep. So if yep. you don't if you don't have a block move ready, you're 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 gonna be in some pain. Just well, saying, right? The, the worst part is is especially well, a couple of times when I've when I've uh, I've posted pictures or funny story, I found this one photo of me as my detective Pikachu on Reddit. And I liter and they literally nice picture, a couple. They love my costume. I was expecting them to find some really good comments. But no, I look at the Reddit comments, and it's all talking about, this guy's not wearing a dance belt. This guy's not wearing a dance belt. This guy's not wearing a dance belt. <laughs> I, I'm like, I was wearing a dance belt. What are you trying to tell me? Good for you. <laughs> good for you. That's what they're saying. Good for you. Oh, mister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, the Obviously, comments on that page were hilarious. I think it's just one of those things you just have to deal with. Uh, you know, Dragon Con after dark, I don't wear a dance belt. <laughs> uh, it's after dark. Maybe. I don't think a lot of them wear dance belts after dark. Nope. Nope. I, I think at that point, after like 8 o'clock, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's like that uh, sound after the Renaissance Fair closes and all the women loosen their corsets for the first time, that sigh. <sighs> ah, all, all the guys going to their rooms to take off their dance belts. Yeah. I just find it ironic so, because at night is the time where you're probably out dancing. Well, yeah. And so I would think a dance belt would be for that, but not really. No, the dance belt is not for that. <laughs> oh, Unless you want to give yourself a super chafed wedgie or something. <laughs> it kind of gets confusing when parents aren't being very responsible because I've seen a few times little kids out wandering around the very top of the, of the Marriott at like one in the morning. Like little little yeah. kids, and I'm and I'm kind of like facepalm. Like, why aren't these kids asleep? <laughs> they had too much pie. Pied by Darren. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> uh, uh, are there any sort of uh, stories or things that you are that have happened at Dragon Con in particular to you guys while you're in costume that uh, uh, that uh, you'd like to share? God, I don't know, like a million, probably. <laughs> Real quiet. I can't mention. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Um, I'm yeah, to well, they're not PG. Mostly. <laughs> I, I could I could start yeah. I can I can start I can start um well uh, is there like a preference on this like does it have to be like a certain rating like can it be like PG thir- like a PG thirteen and- PG thirteen is fine uh, yeah. okay it, we so, are we are a Dragon Con report so okay so yeah so um <laughs> last last for like two years ever since like ever since like two thousand seventeen I've gone on this like huge weight loss. I used to be 315 pounds, but now I'm down to at least maybe, you know, 240. It's, it's been a big change. Congrats, man. Um, Congrats. So last year, I actually felt comfortable enough to actually do the uh, the bunny hutch. So 
I actually dressed up as uh, nice. as a Chippendale Hercules from Disney. <laughs> I remember that. And, uh, I'm impressed. I was palling around with with my buddy who was a Chippendale Gaston. So oh my we god, that was Brad, ro- right? Yeah, that was Brad. Um, okay. We were just wandering around the Marriott. You know, I was in, I, I had my Hercules wig on, my little bow tie, my suit cuffs, my Hercules belt, a Speedo with the word hero written across the S, and then my, <laughs> like and then my sandals. That's all I was wearing. So we're wandering around the Marriott. I think it's like two in the morning. Everybody's drunk like usual. So we uh-huh. got this, po- we, ha- we asked for a pose. Some Some chick was like, so my boss wants to get a photo of what Dragon Con's really like. So she asked us to pose. And so I did. I, I did the uh I did this pose where I literally just stuck my butt to the camera. I don't know exactly who it was, but all I remember was hearing someone go, Yeah, that's awesome. Someone just randomly just slaps my left butt ooh, that's, cheek that's and leaves me five dollars in my belt. Ah. Nice. Uh, Way to I'm, go, dude. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry that's how we <laughs> met. Way to go, man. <laughs> I don't know who it was, but I now have that $5 framed. Oh, my oh God. sweet. Not Wait, a problem in case there. Of emergency. <laughs> in case of emergency. Oh, that's funny. In case of dance belt replacement. <laughs> hey, those dance belts aren't cheap, I'll tell you that right now. Really no, not. no, they're not. It's worth it. No. Buy a dance belt. That, that's an investment. I think that's why a lot of guys don't think about doing it. It's like nah, I literally have three of them. It is I have worth three it. of them. It one really in is. case I forget one, one in case I lose one. That is true. <laughs> Attaboy. Wow. You never know what's going to happen at Dragon Con. You might lose something. True. Yep. You might lose something. Yep. That's truth. <laughs> uh, anyone else, Joseph? Do you have a, a Dragon Con tale? Uh, I mean, mine isn't as risque, but um, <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> it doesn't have to be, dude. Uh, uh, it was uh, last year. It was actually, at least to me, it was pretty funny. Uh, we were volunteering. We were in the uh, uh, artist alley, and um, so I'm not in cosplay or anything like that. I'm just volunteering. And uh, this guy comes in, uh, and he's cosplaying the aliens guy as well. And he doesn't know who I am, of course. Uh, he's, I'm like, I told my wife, I'm like, I need a picture with him, of course. And uh, so I'm like, hey, can I take a picture with you? He's like, yeah. But he's like, you know, you have to do the hand gesture. I'm like, I think I got this. Um, so <laughs> I put my hands up, and that's, and he went his on his way. I was just like laughing the whole rest of the day. I was like, the this is so awesome that other people are doing it uh, and he had no clue who the hell I was so um that was pretty funny but that's uh that was the the most noticeable that one and and the uh while we were doing the bananas last year um most of the people that were like really naughty and like you know sticking their fingers out and being like really rude were like older ladies um like you would think they would be appalled by our you know gestures and stuff like that but they were like oh can I take a picture with you and they would just like you know, start like sticking their finger out and stuff like that, and that was like, I c- I couldn't stop laughing the whole time. Like it was, <laughs> it was so worth it. I guess sometimes you just never know what uh, a certain costume is going to bring out in someone. Absolutely, that we discovered that first. 
Uh, Raven, what about you? Um, none of my stories are like that. Um, Give I it think... time. No. Innocent. No. No. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, like, uh, one of my most memorable stories from, la- well, I last year was uh, I did my first Dragon Con panel for Descendants. And, like, I went dressed as Mal, which is Maleficent's daughter, and, like, all these kids were just, like, so enthralled uh-huh. with this. And then I think I went outside at one point, and these two little girls were dressed as Mal and Evie, and they saw me, and they had a fit. Aww. And it was this thing, like, they were just like, oh, my God, Mom, look, it's Mal. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> It was cute. That is cute. That's that, uh, and I imagine that happens quite a bit too. Yeah, it does. Like that's the best part about cosplay for me is like these kids seeing me as these you know really cool female strong characters, and they're just like, oh my god, it's actually her. It's great. That's pretty cool, uh, Mary. Do you have one among the millions? Oh man, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Do you have any that you remember? That is the better question. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, well, I mean, you might you can fragments of, of a few others and we can just put the pieces together. Yeah, we may have to, to be honest. Um, no, I was just, I was just thinking. It's like an, a good episode of Lost. <laughs> yeah, that's basically my cosplay life. Uh, um, I guess two kind of like short but funny ones. Um, last year we were in our Talladega Nights costumes and we ran into a group of, um, uh, costumers who are doing Anchorman, which is like a different Will Ferrell movie. And they, I mean, we were excited, but they were like so excited and like started talking about us. Like they were covering us as like the news show. They were really excited and it was, came out with some funny photos uh, and then a couple years ago, we did our Porgs from Star Wars, and we ran into... I was wasted, so this was probably not as funny as I remember it being, but we ran into some guys dressed up as Borg from Star Trek, and so we got photos with Borgs and Porgs, and I just, like, lost my mind, because I thought it was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have one more, and I was not in a costume for this, but I have to tell you about the coolest costume I saw at Dragon Con last year, and it was those two guys dressed up as uh, Will Smith and Bill Pullman from Independence Day. I lost my effing mind looking at those two. I got asked them if I could have my photo with them, which I don't think I've done probably since like my first dragon con like to get a photo with somebody i like i never gave that many anyone's costume but that totally made my whole weekend like everything else could have not happened and it would have been fine because that was the coolest thing that ever happened to me in my whole life nice i'd rather do that than get another photo with david Tennant. Ooh. Wow. Oh. Wow. just to tell you how exciting wow. was for me bless for me there also for the it's record quite a boast right there for the record, wow. uh, Will Smith and Bill Pullman did not charge me a hundred dollars. Someone else that. who shall not There's be named that. did. <laughs> um, have any of you guys had celebrity encounters while in costume? 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Does it count if you paid for it? Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> that's so loaded. That's so loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess we'll start with you, Mike. Well, I was not dressed in costume, but I ran into a celebrity who was dressed in costume, actually. I uh, was, it was probably like like the third or fourth year I'd gone to Dragon Con. And basically I was down in the vendor room when it was still in the Marriott. And all of a sudden this guy came up to me and William was like off looking at stuff. And this guy dressed as V from V from Vendetta walked up to me and started talking. And it's just like very friendly. And he was like, Oh, is this your first dragon con? You know, I'm here with my daughter. And, you know, he just started talking and just talking about, he says, yeah, I do some, you know, I dabble in special effects and stuff. And, you know, I play around and stuff. And that's very cool. Did, you know, do it. We talked for almost 20 minutes about stuff. And, you know, I'm thinking about starting a podcast, blah, blah, blah and ended up finding out like the next day that it was adam savage wow that i was talking to for <laughs> that's awesome yeah he was super nice too it was just it was totally awesome yeah he is in, he is famous for getting into costume and 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 sort of just wandering around cons mm-hmm. yeah i saw him at dragon con one year as uh captain jack sparrow oh yeah i remember seeing him get made up i saw it on he did a YouTube video for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not an easy one to pull off. No, it's not. <laughs> Here, have some pie. Yeah. <laughs> the traditional Dragon Con greeting. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Uh, anyone else? Yeah, I have. I have two. Um, one of them, uh, we were in our uh, Gears of War uh, cosplays about two, three years ago, and the uh, one of the voice actors from uh, the game, from Gears of War, uh, was at the convention, uh, Carlos Farrell, and uh, he he went out and took pictures with us, like, at the actual Gears of War photo shoot, and he stuck around and talked to us. That was pretty cool. Like, no charge. He just wanted to hang out. Um, so that was really nice. And then last year, uh, we were going back up to our hotel room in the... Uh, Secret elevator, that's not the main elevator. I'm not going to disclose it, but um, going up to our hotel room and we were with all these people and uh, I I want to say they were from, uh, uh, it was a group of guests from either Babylon 5 that was there or Battlestar. One of those shows that I really don't follow, so I didn't recognize them. And one of the people that was our roommates, like the whole time was like pale and sweating. Uh, almost and we walked out and he's like dude do you know who was in i'm like no because i have like these shades on and i'm like painted yellow and i look like a banana i i i don't know who's who and he's he told me who it was and they were really pleasant they were like you know how's your con everything like that they laughed and we laughed and parted ways and that was it but they were really nice that's cool yeah, that's cool most uh, most encounters that i've heard at dragon con with, with celebrities are are pretty nice I know that most of them, uh, some of them do like to to, to hang out uh, with uh, and see what's uh, what Dragon Con's all about, which is not something you can say for many other cons. I think. Well, most cons wrap up at seven p.m. It's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, any more other celebrity sightings? 
or encounters? Uh, just the Barrowman groped me in my Wonder Warrior outfit, which well, is nice. Go. That's that's the one we have to. That's I mean, the one we have to end with. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but Barrowman groped everybody in in line for a that's photo. That's true. Them, so yeah, it's fine. I, yeah, <laughs> I think uh... it wasn't special. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I don't know. Uh, um. As far as um, now, like sort of, you know, celebrities, as far as comic celebrities, guys, I know that most of you have participated in a huge uh, sort of photo shoot. Yeah, for sure. Since they started having the more official. And some of those have, you know, like I know Harry shows up for some of those. I I mean, they still happen. James Gunn showed up for one of those, uh, a Marvel one a few years ago. Um, I was a part of that one. What's that? No, I was in that one. Yeah, that must have been pretty that, awesome. That, it was. Um, uh, so tell me what the, the, the group photo shoots are like. Uh, they they look like they're um, organized chaos a little bit, but yet they're so amazing once you see the final result of them. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people on very small steps. I know for like the giant DC and Marvel, they always split it into subcategories and then send you to different step locations. That way it's not so congested. But then we do like one big group photo all together. Um, last year, I decided to um, take a break from cosplaying to take my friend Corey to his first big Marvel shoot. And they were doing like Spider-Man and everything. And while I was standing off to the side, letting him have his moment, because I've already done it like a hundred times, um, the props from uh, the Avengers was there on set, on location. They had brought, the prop maker had brought Loki's staff and the Infinity Stones for everybody to hold and see from the movies. And actually, George was at that shoot too. Oh, right. Was, yeah. yeah. He was at that shoot too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> are they? Uh, I. Uh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, absolutely. Go ahead. Um, I was gonna say like I, uh, I did the. Uh, I was in the Marvel shoot when uh, James when James Gunn did. It was the year of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, that was my first big photo shoot at Dragon Con. Uh, I remember being on the stairs for approximately four hours. It's that's how long yeah. they kept us in position. Four hours long. I was not able to wear my Deadpool suit for the remainder of the convention because the minute I was able to take it off after baking in the sun, it, it sounded like like I literally was able to crunch it all in a ball and throw it against the wall, and it did that whole splat and just <laughs> slowly <laughs> fell down the wall and onto the ground. Yeah. It was still fun, just very, very, very hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the sun beats down on those steps. Mm-hmm. So if you commit to that shoot, you need to be well hydrated before. Well, I was committed. I, I just didn't expect four four hours. <laughs> actually yep. actually they changed it. Those big shoots happen at night now. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's good. Like last year, I know it was like later in the day going into the night that they were doing that big shoot and the big DC shoot the year before was at night. It was at like eight o'clock at night. Oh, see, that's, that's way better. Mm-hmm. Way better. I think that works out for everybody. Lot, they're I, a lot more pleasant. Yeah. I, I know they wanted to use yeah. that area to help with uh line management and yeah. space. So 
So that's pretty cool. Um, and uh, I, I know that, you know, there's a DC one, there's a Marvel one. And then there's, as, as Raven said, there's some, some subgroups of that. Like, I think there's one that's all Batman related. Yeah. Uh, one all Avengers related, that kind of thing. Um, uh, are there other big group shoots besides that are like those two that are comic related? Do they do that for like, you know, Star Wars or Star Trek or anything like that or anything? Yeah, they do have a big Star Wars, like, it's like Sith versus Jedi shoot, and that's also pretty big. And then we also have our big Disney photo shoot, too. Oh, Disney, that's cool. Yeah. Disney's we had one last fun. year, it was a Space Force photo shoot. That was really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. It wasn't a whole lot of people, but a lot of people, like, like-minded, so we were all hilarious looking um right so yeah that was that was mm-hmm. that was one of one of two photo shoots that i've done i've done the gears of war one and then i've done the uh the space force one last year that was pretty fun when uh the first few years i started going to dragon con i used to hear about uh these uh massively crazy parties that the klingons uh the klingon <laughs> group would give um uh and uh i actually um went to one of them one year uh but my question is that since um uh there are there are very few klingons at dragon con anymore so is there a particular group of costumers or cosplayers that are have continued the wild party or wildness uh is there a particular group that's more wild than any of the others I do know that the um, the Star Wars group has their giant party. It's like uh, the last something uh, on Alderaan or something. And I want to say it was the year before last. They had it like in the lobby of the Hilton. And like the DJ was there playing really loud music. And like everybody was just congregated, drinking, dancing, and lights everywhere. It was really huge. <laughs> I'd imagine just alone with the 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 Star Wars like the five the official five oh first people like that's huge that contingent is always massive at Dragon Con. Then you have like mm-hmm. all the other Star Wars cosplayers as well. I mean that I, I mean right. I can only imagine that's huge. Um, yeah. but uh, as far as uh, anybody else of note, no, there's no uh, that's that tradition hasn't continued, or is it just on the on the hush hush? So. Well, I mean, parties happen. <laughs> parties happen, you know, like part of the uh, the con, mm-hmm. they have the parties scheduled, right? Uh, that's where you'll find last party on Alderaan, for sure. That's it's it. on yeah. the Dragon Con schedule. Yeah. But the hotel parties have calmed mm-hmm. down a lot. Um, parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Back, they, they happen, but it's more like informal <laughs> gatherings now. It's not loud music with like a DJ. No, or none at all. It's way more controlled Mm now a lot of the hotels i I think didn't like that people were bringing their whole all their alcohol in to serve to people in the hotel and it wasn't subtle so they cracked down on it for that reason and noise complaints from other people sleeping in the hotel you know there's all kinds of reasons why room parties have kind of not died off completely but they're way more subtle than they used to be yeah for sure i guess uh, the klingons ruined it for everybody Nah, don't blame the Klingons. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff must have been before my time. I want to go to a Klingon they party. They were, uh, yeah, by the... T- they know how to party. 
by the time I, I will be honest, by the time I went to one, it was not all that it was cracked up that I'd heard. Uh, it didn't live up to the reputation. So I don't know if they ever did, if they would, maybe that was the only reputation alone. Uh, but um, my understanding was, is that the first, I would say five to 10 years of Dragon Con, the, the Klingons uh, were the ones that uh, were really party partying. Uh, party hard Klingons. Um, uh-huh. but, uh, well, cool. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Um, I guess in order to wrap up, uh, I just reach out to everybody, um, and just tell me what, um, you know, what is it about costuming, cosplay, Dragon Con that, that, that's, that serves as a, as a magical experience for you? What is it like an overview of like the reasons that you do it or, um, you know, the fun that you have, um, uh, you know, especially since, uh, you know, I mean, there may be an option not to do it this year. And of course, that's going to bum us all out. But mm-hmm. um, what is it about the, the, the Dragon Con makes it so special for for the costume experience? Uh, Raven, we'll start with you. Um, I mean, I know everybody says this, but it's honestly like a big family reunion. Like I do some of the same photo shoots every year, like the Teen Titans photo shoot that George always comes out to. Um and like seeing all my friends that are from out of state or out of the country uh, come down for Dragon. Um, I think it's also a lot of the experiences that you get to have that you can't have anywhere else and feel like a closeness with all these millions, well, not millions, but like thousands of people. Um, I know like one of the biggest things for me last year was. I had decided to skip the big DC shoot to do the Umbrella Academy photo shoot. And <laughs> it was a, it was really cool because um, I got there and I got to see, like, you know how much I love Gerard Way. <laughs> I get to see all these people dressed as his characters from his comic book. And uh, we ended up not having a photographer. So I volunteered to step in as photographer when I wasn't in the actual photos. And uh, we did a video of everybody dancing to the song that they danced to in the in the show. I can't remember what the song is. And we recorded it and like they were just dancing and I'm like, you know, you guys, you need to sing in the video. And one of our people had posted that to Instagram and the official uh, Umbrella Academy Netflix show shared it on their story and Gabriel Ba and Gerard saw it and commented on it. And it was like, like, you can't get that anywhere else. Like those kind of experiences only happen at Dragon Con. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Mary, what about you? Yeah, honestly, kind of the same stuff. I, um, for me, cosplay and conventions are really all about the social aspect. Um, I do really enjoy cosplay and I, I love, I was about to say I love panels, but that's a lie. I never go to panels. Uh, (laughs) 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 Uh, I love that the panels exist and they're there for people who want to go to them. Uh, but more than any of that, I love the people I get to see. Um, there are certain people I don't ever see except at Dragon Con. Um, and I have a lot of really close friends that live out of town and I do get to see them, you know, maybe once or twice, uh, outside of Dragon Con every year, but, um, I really get to spend time with them at the con. It's like going on a vacation with your best friends for a whole week every year. It's like 
kind of baller, to be honest. Uh, and it's just a week for fun. It's just so fun. <laughs> like, I know that's so lame, but it's just like, you don't have to do all the regular crap that you have to do in your life. You just get to go there mm-hmm. and be exactly who you want to be and have a really good time with people who feel the same way that you do. You know, not everyone is into science fiction or comic books or fantasy novels or anything like that. And even though those are kind of in the mainstream these days, you can still get kind of weird glances out in the regular world and you're not going to get anything like that at Dragon Con. Um, Not to say that, you know, there aren't crappy people everywhere you go. Of course there are, but um, I feel safer at Dragon Con than I feel a lot of other places. And I know that if I need something, I can ask someone and they're going to be nice to me, you know, And, and, and I don't think there are a lot of places that you can really say that about. So yeah, I guess really just how I feel when I'm there is my favorite part. Was that the question? Excellent. Yeah, no, no, that's, that, 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 you, 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 that was a great answer. Uh, no matter what the question was, uh, I, I appreciate that. Uh, Denshi, what about you? I'm gonna have to agree when it when it comes to like the whole aspect of Dragon Con, because for me. I love just like being able to see all the different people that I don't get to see, but probably once a year at Dragon Con. I love the overall, just the atmosphere. And what I really love is the creativity aspect of it, because let's, let's be honest. What other convention can you go to where you have an entire group of cosplayers dedicated to a pattern of a carpet? (laughs) I I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of the carpet cult, so I mean, I know, but like, I've just, I just love how everyone's so creative with their individual costumes and how the much of a variety you see, because you can see a little bit of everything, even stuff that's not mainstream. But for me, I mean, I mean, I mean, I've, I mean, I've been going since I was 19, and I'm 29 right now. So if and I, I, I love, I love it as an, I love. It and I love everybody else who I love pretty much all my friends who go there. It's really hard for me to really say, but it's Dragon Con is like a real important convention for me because I can I can put all my creative spins on my outfits and then I bring them out and people really love them. And it's been and it's like a way for me to bring a creative side to the forefront so I can you know show people all the crazy stuff that I can come up with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren? Uh, ditto. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, um, I, I, it, it is everything that everyone has said it is. I, I think for those of us who are have been going to cons for a while, it's also a place to just relax and chill amongst our folks. And I think that while we've seen cons grow really hugely over the last decade or so get really big over a short amount of time i I think those of us who were like og nerds or whatever you want to call us um we value the con as a place to meet up with our friends who back in the day before facebook and twitter and we could stay in contact all year round Uh, a lot of us you know didn't do that back in the 80s and the 90s because there was no easy way to do that so we only saw our friends at a convention 
So you might pick up the phone and call long distance to say, are you going to this con? So, so place, I'll meet you there. And that would be your conversation. And then you'd meet there, you know, three months later and say, okay, I'll see you again back in Atlanta in another three months. And that was the whole conversation um, after the con was over. So I, I think the cons are the best place to go to get your geek on in a completely safe environment as much as humanly possible. It's a place to let down your hair and have some fun with your fellow freak flag flyers. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. No shame. (laughs) Mike. Well, everyone said it really well. And, you know, it's interesting because like I've been to, we've, I've been to San Diego, I've been to Emerald City, I've been to Baltimore Comic-Con, and I always feel like people there, there's really good cosplay, but nothing beats Dragon Con. It always feels like Dragon Con is where people bring their A-game to display, to show, and it's just awesome. And you could see anything. And that's one of the things I love about it. Each year I'm shocked at things I'm seeing from the guy who was just wearing a lay around himself. Literally. Literally. I was trying to cover (laughs) William's eyes at that time. And then to some of these elaborate armors and people who look are walking around in full functional battle armor or Iron Man or, you know, wingspans that are 10 feet across it's just it's just awesome to see and i love every second of it and i'm one of those people who walk around and take all the pictures it's even easier now that i have you know on the phone the cameras are better than some of the digital cameras that are out there and i just love doing it and each person i take a picture of i say thank you and great job that's what you should always do is you know be respectful to these cosplayers and be you know these people put in so much work to their costumes from the people who dress up in cardboard boxes to you know full get-ups it's just it's just amazing and everything and i i'd love it and i appreciate every single one of you and, and, and I do too. And, and, and yeah, that's, uh, I've, you know, every once in a while I've heard, you know, at other conventions, people, uh, various people complaining about, you know, um, uh, that it's been invaded by, um, customers or it's become a cosplay con now. It's not a comic con anymore, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I've never really adhered to that at all because, um, you know, when I, when I went to my first Dragon Con, uh, 26, 27 years ago, something like that. Um, uh, I mean, I noticed the costumes right away. I was impressed by them. I was amazed by them. And every single year, it's just my, um, my thoughts about it have just greatly like improved, um, because it gets bigger and better every year. There's more people, the costumes are more impressive, um, you know, to just go through one of the habit trails, it's amazing because you never know what you're going to see next, you know, and it, the, the, the level of costume and cosplay that comes just that you see that, you know, that comes by you uh, as you're walking by uh, and you're walking around is just phenomenal. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody's doing it because they enjoy it. They're having fun. Um, they're celebrating 
and uh you know they're socializing it's just a really good thing um all the way around so uh i appreciate it and i appreciate dragon con for for being the inspiration for all these folks so uh thank you guys so much for being on the show and sharing we appreciate it very much uh we'll be right back and we'll close out the show Do you know you could take the Dragon Con report with you wherever you go? Heck, we're even now up on Alexa. Hey Alexa, play the Dragon Con podcast up on iHeartRadio. Playing the Dragon Con report from iHeartRadio. Playing the latest episode, the 2020 Dragon Con report episode 2. Howdy everyone and welcome to the second episode of the 2020 Dragon Con report. Now, how cool is that? Remember, the Dragon Con Report can be found wherever you find podcasts. See you at the show in September. We are the Cigar Nerds Podcast. Do you like cigars? Great! We review cigars while talking about movies, TV shows, science, and pop culture news. What? You don't like cigars? Great! Because we also talk about science, movies, TV shows, and whatever's going on in the news. It's what we do. We smoke cigars, and we know things. Find us on CigarNerdPodcast.com. We're also on the ESO Network. And so we draw a close our fourth episode of the 2020 Dragon Con Report. A big thanks to everyone who joined us uh, this month, uh, starting with Raven. Thank you so much. Oh, it was a blast being here again. Uh, where can people reach out, find you online? Um, I'm on Instagram as Raven Masters, R-A-V-Y-N Masters. And it's also the same uh, for my TikTok handle, actually. Um, if you're interested in TikTok, I use that as a way to get more comfortable in front of the camera instead of behind the camera. So it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Awesome. I'm going to have to figure out. I, I don't know what TikTok is. So <laughs> it's like it's like Vine. If you remember Vine, it's basically I the same. I kind of remember Vine. Vine was like there for a minute, right? Yeah. And then it went away. yeah. Basically the same thing. Okay, so. cool. Uh, Denshi, what about you? Where can people find you? Um, I have, uh, well, my name, the uh, name is, uh, Denshi Pool, and I use the same name for Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and I've, I've recently been on TikTok for only about three months now, and slowly getting there, but I've been enjoying the app, so if anybody wants to literally see Deadpool either get choked by Darth Vader, or a bunch of other crazy duets, and all Deadpools, check me out awesome awesome thank you so much and uh and joseph thank you as well thank you thank you for having me absolutely where can people find you online uh for both uh facebook and instagram it's uh chameleon underscore cosplay and effects and that is chameleon with a k gotcha Cool. And we will have links to all of that in our show notes so that people can reach out and, uh, and, and see you. I'm sure even if they can't, if they're not, if they're listening to you and they're like, I'm not sure if I saw that person or not. I'm sure once they reach out, they'll have seen you guys in, in costume. Um, so thank you so much. Um, and a big thanks to our station crew. Uh, thank you so much, Mary. It's good to see you again here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pleased to be back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and you know, for those, where can people find you online? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Lou Who Blog, and I'll occasionally be on Twitch at Mary Lou Games. It's been some time since I streamed, but who knows? Uh, yeah, and I'm on TikTok, but I, you know, I don't know if I want that to be public knowledge yet because <laughs> I just don't understand it. Okay. Yeah. She's not a kid like she likes to let people know. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, thank you, Darren. Oh, you're welcome. Any old time. Uh, I know we've got a couple of shows coming up uh, that we're recording with you on the Air Station One podcast. I, I have uh, heard that I need to discover a who, a what, and a where at some point very soon. <laughs> I think we've got a who done it. There, there, there's up, a right? there's a teaser, right? Absolutely. Other than uh, Earth Station One podcast, where can people find Uh, it? Legion of Substitute Podcasters, where we talk about all the DC Legion of Superheroes goodness. We just celebrated our 600th episode. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, Going since 2008. One sweet. It's pretty insane. It's pretty insane. That is insane. Yeah. Ooh, I thought I thought five hundred was insane, but uh we'll just have to call ooh. them longevity boy. <laughs> yes, please keep calling me that. I like that name. <laughs> and of course, we cannot do any of this without the help of Director Faber. Thank you so much. Oh, dude, it's my pleasure. I'm the guy who hits record. And I just wanted to warn people out there. I am going to be experimenting a little bit this weekend and I am going to be creating a new drink that I am calling <laughs> the orange dreamsicle. Ooh, I have a recipe for that. I do too. And it's going to be fun that I've been experimenting <laughs> with the mixtures. And so we're working on that this weekend. It's supposed to be rainy here in Georgia and we can't really go anywhere. So you why not make the, alcohol? You can go to the liquor store. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So along with my apple pie, I will be having bottles of the orange crush or apple orange creamsicle. What gotcha, if you mix the two gotcha. together? Well, I, Ooh, yuck. Oh, no. 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 Apple and orange. No. <laughs> no, no. That's an XTC no. song. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm not sure about taste, Mike, but in terms of potency, I'd probably give it to Darren's recipe. Oh, Just, yeah. Damn straight. I, I, <laughs> not after it. you have it. <laughs> <laughs> Darren's recipe is the only one that made me black out ever. But here's the thing. I was moving, and I didn't want to take bottles of booze with me. So I just put everything in the recipe. And your point Uh, is? (laughs) Got me drunk. (laughs) We try to cover all we can with these these episodes, but to keep up with the latest news, please check out the official DragonCon website, all their social media outlets. Uh, Again, all the tracks are active on Facebook, various social media outlets as well. Uh, we here on the Dragon Con Report can be found on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, and even iHeartRadio. We want you to be part of the discussion, so please feel free to reach out to us. And be sure to check out the Amazon link at the top of the ESONetwork.com site. Again, it doesn't cost you any more to purchase your stuff, and it really does help us out a lot. We have a Tee Public store filled with all kinds of cool designs. There's a link for that at the top of the ESO Network page as well. And of course, thank you so much for all your support with the ESO Network Patreon page. Oh, all those links also are on the new DragonCon report page too. 
Excellent. Very cool. And if you have not checked out the new page, Mike's done a lot of work in getting that up and running. Thank you so much, sir. That looks great. Episodes going all the way back to 2014. That's amazing. I can't believe we've been doing it that long, but uh, there it is. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Mike Gordon, and it has been my pleasure. Take care, stay safe, and we hope to see you at the con. Peace. has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the Public store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.